and we're live. This is Daniel Burnett with trainlikearanger.com. Today I have a very special guest, Brent Lambden. Brent, uh, you and I met a few years ago. You have a very cool story that I think would motivate a lot of people. So basically I'll give you guys some backstory. Brent used to be a heavier set guy. He was around <laughs> 400 pounds and you lost nearly 200 pounds. Yeah. Close. Which is incredible. He's the hardest work guys. He's the hardest working person I know. And he's, he always acts like it was no big deal. It's an amazing journey, dude. So uh, <laughs> I got some questions from some followers and I'm going to let you kind of take the wheel, but gotcha. People want to know what motivated you to start. Like one day you woke up and said, I want to change something. We thought uh, Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's a, that's literally pretty much exactly how it happened. I woke up one day, maybe T, maybe TMI sleeping in my underwear, looking real good at 400 pounds, <laughs> roughly. And uh, I had this big, like old school dresser with like a three panel, like vanity mirror. And I got up and I just like caught myself in the mirror. It was kind of like the first time I'd ever really looked at myself, you know, and I was, and I remember thinking, what are you doing? You know, like, this isn't what a person should look like. <laughs> like you need to change something. And uh, so that's really where it started. I got on Google that day. I, I literally Googled, uh, how do you lose weight? Started understanding calorie in calorie out, downloaded a calorie counting app and just, just got after it. Just began. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean, had it occurred to you before, have did you look in the mirror before and say, I don't like where this is at? Or was it just that one day where you just said, all right, I don't like this anymore. Yeah. You know, I always had issues with my weight and like my appearance and, you know, I did the classic fat dude thing. I'd wear clothes that were way too big and baggy because I would feel uncomfortable and tight stuff. And, uh, but I don't know, I guess you just, I guess I never really considered changing it. I never, I guess I never thought I had the ability to stick to something like that. And I never really, believed in myself I don't know what changed but it just kind of happened one day I yeah, wish I had more of a concrete reason but <laughs> it, it, sometimes that's all it is it's just waking up that day and having the will to change something sometimes it feels like a trigger that's 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 what I tell a lot of people is it's a spark there's you know they ask how do I get motivated how do I get consistent and it's all about finding that spark, finding that reason to change. And okay. that's identifying you have a problem and then wanting to fix it is the first step. Oh yeah. So what, what did you do to stay consistent? Was there ever times where you felt like, man, I kind of want to go back to doing what I was doing before? <sighs> Honestly, always like, especially, you know, waking up at 5 a.m. I'm about to go outside and do cardio and it's in Texas. So I already know it's 90 outside and the sun hasn't come up, you know, and right. I'm like, it'd be really nice to so have some pancakes or stay in bed. Right. <laughs> but when I first started, you know, I was working for a city ran golf course and uh, I had started doing exercise at home three days a week with uh, like an exercise bike, just doing a little cardio, 30 minute sessions, Monday, Wednesday, Friday kind of thing. Right. And as I started to lose weight, I was like, you know, I really miss lifting weights. I lifted weights in junior high a little bit back in uh, PE and stuff like that. And so my boss tells me, Hey, you know, the city has a program. If you will work out three days a week, you have to go check in and stuff to your city ID and all that, but uh, they'll pay for everything except like five bucks of your gym membership. 
And, you know, I was living by myself completely. I had my own place, paying all the bills and all that. And I'm like 19, 18. And so I was like, anything that'll save me money is motivating. Right. And so I started going three days a week from that. And then just became habit, just kind of became what I did, you know? So you started off with three days a week. Yes. <laughs> well, I started with a uh, three days a week cardio. And then as soon as I got the gym membership, it was three days a week weightlifting and uh, cardio at home Tuesday, Thursday, something like that. That's great. Yeah. Whenever I get new clients, that's kind of like, if I get somebody who's just starting, that's usually what I push. I'm like, let's at least do three days a week. Oh, yeah. I think that's a perfect place to start. And then now you are more than three days a week. <laughs> I'm as full time as I can stand. I, you know, I'm always trying to do something, man. I love it. Yeah. I just when, when I met you, if you would have told me I used to be 400 pounds, I would have been like, no way, not this guy. <laughs> but you know uh when i started doing jujitsu and i told mark the first time he kind of blew it off he was like oh yeah cool you know he was like watching y'all roll or something and then uh somehow it got brought up they were talking about getting in shape for competing and he yeah. was like wait didn't you didn't you lose some weight i was like oh yeah man 400 pounds whatever <laughs> <laughs> so then he had me like bring up the pictures and then he was doing the thing like hey look at this picture you know look how much this kid lost he found weird. out you were in the paper yeah 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 it was a big deal <laughs> yeah it was a yeah, cool paper is interesting it's a, it's a cool story. It's a very cool story. And, you know, there's other people who are in the, in the same boat as you right now. And they're looking for, I think you're somebody who can motivate a lot of people because you're somebody I look at and I go, that's a fit guy. It's not just, <laughs> it's not just you are average. It's that is a fit guy. And you went from being overweight, 400 pounds to being a fit guy. It feels good, man. It's something I always wanted. And so it feels good to finally have achieved it to a point, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And how long would you say it took for you to lose? You lost approximately 200 pounds. How long would, did that take you? So I lost my first 150 in the first year. In the first year. <laughs> yeah. In the first year. And, uh, and then I came to college and life got a little harder. And so the next like, so I guess that was what, 2016 is when I started. So I graduated high school 2016. So I started 2016, no, graduated high school 2014, probably started 2015. And by the time I came to college 2016, I had lost my first 150. And so uh, then college picked up and I fluctuate now, you know, especially yeah. with COVID and stress and tests, you never know where it's gonna be. But so now I've, I've stayed anywhere from 205 to 230 is like my, my average right now. Yeah, you know, I would love to be a trainer that says, you know, no excuses, you know, no matter if COVID's happening and lockdown's happening, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. It's been getting me too. I've been drinking beer. I'm like, this is boring. You know, I have a beer or, you know, or five or 12. What? You know, I bake all the time. So I'm making homemade sourdough and I'm eating bread and cinnamon rolls. It's just. Yeah. You bake. Pop. I've seen what you bake, dude. It, I, yeah. It's, it looks good. Um, that guy perks. Yeah, these bad. <laughs> these are all bad tips. Bad. Yeah, but, uh, this is how to ruin. If your COVID workouts going too well, I can fix that. Hit me <laughs> yeah. up on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> got some recipes for you. So that being said, what do you think is more important? What do you think made the biggest change in your weight loss? Was it the diet or was it the exercise? Um. You know, I think it really just goes hand in hand. Of course, you know, I can just do calorie in and calorie out and I'm going to lose weight. But uh, 
when I have a structured meal plan, I'm eating with my timed meals and all that, getting my protein, I, you lose the weight so much faster, or at least I do. That's my experience. Uh, and you build muscle more efficiently, so you just look better. And uh, as far as motivation goes, COVID has really taught me I kind of need both. I kind of have to have both in check to keep me where I'm going, you know? Yeah. I, I think that's a, that's a good point. Yeah. So you started with counting calories. You started working out three days a week. And I think that's a great place to start. You know, I usually tell people that body composition is 80% diet and 20% uh, mm -hmm. physical activity. So I was curious what you saw because you experienced the weight loss firsthand. So I was curious what you felt did the most. I definitely, I definitely feel like it's 50, 50. Yeah. I will say though, uh, if you can't work out, then keeping your diet as clean as possible helps a lot. You know, I, uh, I was down for six months when I had that meniscus repair, but I, uh, Dylan had put me on keto. And so I just stayed on keto for basically that whole six months while I was, uh, down and out. Yeah. And I feel like that helped me keep that weight off a lot. Well, I like that philosophy. I like the 50, 50 because that's a good point. I mean, if you treat it like it's 50, 50, then you need both. Yeah. So I really yeah. like the way you, I like, I like the way you put that. Um, and Dylan's a good friend of mine. Uh, so you started training with Dylan. Dylan, uh, was a personal trainer with me at the college. And, uh, he was a, he's a, is a phenomenal uh, fitness guy. Like he knows what he's doing Dude, very, he's very well. Jacked. Yeah. He's jacked. With a capital uh, G. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's unnatural. He's like, uh, I've seen him lift before and he'll, he'll hype himself up for these big lifts and I'll see him go from calm to, I mean, he'll hype himself up. It looks like the incredible Hulk <laughs> taking over. He looks like he's changing into the incredible Hulk, except for, you know, not turning green. And then he just, <laughs> I don't know how he does it. He amps himself up so well. He has that David Goggins energy for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be, he'll you be can't there. hurt me. You don't know me. Throwing the bar up. Dylan Goggins. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan Goggins, exactly. I used to love to talk crap to him when we were working out. You know, he'd have me doing like uh, sets of lunges around the track and stuff. He'd be like, how'd that feel? But I didn't realize it, were, uh, it was an easy day. I didn't realize we were doing this in easy mode. <laughs> I'm dying, you know, I can't breathe. <laughs> can't stand, whatever. Dylan, Dylan has always spoke very highly of you. Um, oh. And I've seen it firsthand. He's, he's always like, that's the hardest working person I've ever met. And, it, and it, you went from like no activity to just that drive. And that's interesting that it just kind of happened on a whim. You just woke up and said, mm, I don't want this anymore. And well, then I wouldn't say no activity because uh, I was working a manual labor job. I mean, I was just doing mostly weed eating and a little digging. Yeah. So I had shed a couple pounds from that. So what, I was moving a little bit, you know, I didn't go, I wasn't working out, but. Right. Take yeah. Some of the, take, take it down a little bit. <laughs> would you, my bad. Uh, would you say that, would you say that that's when it, was that part of the move? Like you started moving around with the manual labor and then did that kind of open a doorway to fitness later because you were getting out and being active in some degree? Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, uh, before I was doing the golf course, I was working at Walmart unloading trucks in the back. And that was just, that was god awful. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, I definitely, that's probably is what started it. When I started to notice, maybe I had lost a little bit. Maybe it felt a little more real, a little more achievable. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure the, the shipments to Walmart are no small load and I'm sure you got <laughs> a lot to move. Oh yeah. 
It's fun. Yeah. Tossing TVs, dude. You'd yeah. be surprised how they handle stuff. Just launching TVs. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I would hate to work there these days. Just uh, may not be too bad because you may just be moving like mainly toilet paper. You know what I mean? How heavy is toilet paper? Yeah. Toilet paper and some uh, hand sanitizing. It's actually not that bad here anymore, but God, it was so bad when it first kicked off. Could not find. I'm sure there were some people with some monkey butt running oh, around. For sure. I was about to start uh, raiding the shop. Go to the shop bathroom at work. Start taking rolls. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, Sorry, it was bad. Boss, man. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Um, okay, so yeah, that's we've covered a lot of the user questions. So, uh, do you have any advice for people who are looking to start with their fitness journey? Ah, uh, you know, don't question. go. Yeah. I kinda, kind of is don't go too hard at first you know uh it can be hard to overwhelm yourself you know when i first started reading about dieting and stuff like that of course i read about macronutrients and getting that all right but i knew i was like that's too much like i just need to start somewhere simple you know and so i started one step at a time i changed the diet first then i implemented a little cardio then i moved on to a more full fitness plan so really just small goals taking a step at a time I love that you said that because uh, that kind of validates the advice <laughs> I've been giving out. <laughs> I've been talking about progression though. You know, uh, I did a podcast a few weeks ago and the guy asked, so where, if somebody's overweight, where should they start? And I said, well, with their diet, I mean, don't get too crazy. I mean, there's so much to diet. I mean, they have people who have whole degrees in this. Mm. And so where people can start is real simple. Just cut the, cut the bullshit, cut the sugar, cut the sodas cut the energy drinks, cut all that bad stuff and start there. And then you can start adding as you go along. Well, I'm going to eat more salads or whatever it is, you know, oh, yeah. and then you start figuring out more science behind it. But, you know, baby steps, uh, have a cheat day. You know, if you're just getting started, have your, have your cheat meal during the week. And, uh, you know, that way on you, Friday. Yeah. Would cheat you say every Friday? So that was something that probably you look forward to and it kind of kept you, yeah motivated because you're like well and I still got me, Friday. Uh, yeah and it gave me a good date night with a fian well current fiance then girlfriend you know yeah because it's it is hard to go out to eat with your family all the time and they're eating like crap and you're like man i really like some fried shrimp today you know i know that my wife <laughs> what's what's bs is my <laughs> wife is in phenomenal shape like it doesn't matter what she eats but i swear her diet is just fast food and sweets she Last night, she's like, hey, can you give me the candy jar? And I went and handed her oh, the candy yeah. jar. You was told that? me that it's hard to believe because she is in amazing shape. Yeah, and she's in like, amazing yeah, shape. She's getting fast food. I'm like, how's that fair? Yeah. She was a, <laughs> a D1 athlete and uh, was super athletic. And just now she just <laughs> – That metabolism through the roof, I guess. I, I guess so. She could eat Hot Pockets all day and still look the same. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Man, that was a big staple of mine back in the fat days yeah hot yeah. pockets hot pockets dude pizza hell yeah <laughs> uh, yeah she was living off that she was doing the college thing but um that's that's a struggle for me too i gotta have a date night with with her or something because she actually gets frustrated with me because i'm so strict mm -hmm. i'll be like i don't want this i don't want that so sometimes she'll make stuff and if she <laughs> makes it i have to eat some of it but sometimes she'll make like the other day she was like making brownies and cookies. I was like, you're killing me. 
Like, yeah. it's cool you're making it for me, but golly, you're killing me. Now I have to look at that through the week. Yeah. You know? Ugh. Yeah. And my, uh, it helps a little now I live with my fiance and a roommate, so they can kind of do their thing, and I don't feel too bad if I don't eat whatever they make, you know? Yeah. Just, y'all enjoy y'all stuff. I'll be over here with my baked chicken. Yeah, that would help. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, great. You know, I'll cut alcohol. What's your opinion on alcohol? Is that a, is that a big factor? Uh, it's hard for me to say because I don't really drink, you know. Uh, my family has a big history of alcoholism, so it's just something I've kind of always avoided. Yeah. I can tell when I drink, when I have been drinking, uh, I get bloated like crazy. I don't know if it's the carbs or what, but I'm not a fan. <laughs> I can feel every bit of anytime I drink. You know, I have a drink here and there. Um, recently I had a birthday, I had some drinks, um, you know, but there was a point in time where I quit for a year and a half. I quit drinking for a year and a half. And, uh, basically that was like, that was hard to do. I mean, cause I had associated drinking with everything fun. You realize when you stop how big it is in our culture, everybody, right. adults, when they associate having fun, there's always alcohol involved. <coughs> if another man that you're meeting for the first time wants to relate to you, they'll offer you a beer. It's just kind of all the time. And whenever I quit for that year and a half, I can't tell you how many people looked at me like I was crazy when I would turn down a beer. And it made me feel like <laughs> a piece of crap sometimes. I'm like, oh, man. Because I wanted to. It takes so much discipline. And you realize how big it is in our culture. But Yeah, and that's always been a habit I didn't want to create, you know. And uh, you're totally right, though. Like, I, uh, I work for one of my professors. And I'll go to uh, her house. And by the time I'm over there, I've already been working until 5. So I'm at her house from, like, 5 to 7. So her husband's having a beer or two, you know, and he's like, Hey, you want to have a beer? And I'm like, I don't really drink, you know? Yeah. He doesn't judge me for it, but people do. You get looks like, people Oh, do. why don't you drink? You, do you have a problem? Is that why you don't drink? It's just like, no, it's not. It's not my thing. Yeah. Don't want the calories. I got stuff to do tomorrow. I'm not trying to be hungover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's, um, I, I will say it's, it's hard to quit alcohol because of culture. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because once you quit for a little while, you realize how good you feel and you kind of don't really look for to have alcohol. You don't really need it to have fun. Like if you learn how to have fun without it, that's a big step. Then you don't really need it. But what's hard is whenever you go to like functions and everybody's drinking and <coughs> people offer you alcohol, you turn it down and they're looking at you like, this guy's <laughs> Buzz Killington, you know? Mm. <laughs> exactly. I get and, it, man. And you're not, you can, like, I was perfectly capable of having fun, but it was like, it was like they were looking at a, looking at me like he's not one of us. We're all going to go to stupid land and he's still going to be smart guy over there. Yeah. <laughs> they're scared. They're scared they're going to remember whatever stupid <laughs> shit they do. You know? They're going to remember everything. Yeah. Yeah. Every little detail. I remember yeah, going, I my brother's <laughs> a big drinker and uh, I remember going to a party. This was like in the middle of my dry spell. I went to a party <laughs> he was having and I just, I'm, I'm completely stone cold sober. Actually, I'm getting so annoyed that people are asking me why I don't have a drink. I actually poured, um, oh man, I poured a <laughs> tomato juice. What do you call that? Um, oh, just like a, like a Bloody Mary mix? Or yes. Like a, yeah, yeah, it's Bloody Mary mix, but I didn't put any alcohol in it. So I just, so when people would ask, you got a drink? I'm like, Bloody Mary. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Much so, with celery in the corner exactly yeah so i made it look like i was drinking i wasn't um but i was watching everybody it was weird being there sober just watching everybody get dumber throughout the night 
pretty soon people can't even talk they're like leaning on random things and uh. (laughs) hell yeah i have some friends that like to i have one friend i'm not gonna say his name for obvious reasons he likes to take his pants off a lot gets really old keeps the underwear on but he's always taking his jeans off it's like dude put your pants back on man go home so when he drinks he takes his pants off every time nice every time without fail he'll know when he sees this he'll know who i'm talking about okay (laughs) that's funny dude um yeah i i i have drinks now but i like to be in control of myself so i don't drink very much if i do let loose and have a few drinks that's all it is is a few drinks I can tell when uh, you have let loose over the weekend and you come in for jujitsu on Monday, you, I can tell you're feeling it. Yeah. yeah. I can definitely feel when I drink. Yeah. hundred <clears throat> percent. I should probably have some drinks this weekend, Daniel. <laughs> you're like, yeah. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. That's when nice. I was on that, when I was on that dry spell for a year and a half, I didn't get tired. I would just, I just didn't get tired. And now that I'm back to drinking occasionally, I'm getting real tired again. Like whenever I do certain <laughs> things, I'm like, God, this is stupid. I used to do this without any problems. So I'm kind of wanting to get to that point. Me and my wife are going to go on a cruise, maybe hopefully in this, in the future, if uh, they don't shut everything down, I may not be doing shit and we'll see, but uh, hoping for a cruise after that, I may go on my dry spell again. Cause I really enjoyed the leaps I was making. So I think alcohol is a big thing to cut. If you're looking to lose weight and that's what all that, that's what that long yeah. spiel was about. <laughs> that, that whole story. Don't yeah. drink if you were trying to lose weight. Yeah, it's yeah. got a lot of calories. It just doesn't do great things to your body. Empty calories, too. I mean, yeah. you don't. your body doesn't use it. No, nah, just trash. trash. Yep. Just go it's eat a pizza. Fun poison. Anyway. Yeah, yeah it's fun poison. Exactly. <laughs> so I like uh, me and Brent rocking medals on the wall. <laughs> you got to call me out for my one medal. <laughs> You know, I'm a, uh, I'm a grappling industries, uh, gold medalist, you know, the, med- the, the formula isn't really out there to beat me yet, you know, right. I haven't been submitted in competition. And it's great. Hasn't been proven. Has not been proven hasn't, yet. Can't be beat. Catch me in the UFC five years from now. <laughs> yeah. We'll hey, you never know. Uh, never know. dude, I, I was there for that. That was fun to watch. You went to your first tournament and won the gold. <laughs> so that was, that cool. was so exciting. I, uh, I was so nervous the week leading up to it. And then the morning of, I was just ready. I was so excited to go. And when I was waiting for my match, I was excited. I was so hyped. It was great. Yeah. I actually, I have a bunch of bronzes hanging on the wall down there, but I'm hiding <laughs> it with my torso. I'm like, there's more medals, but you don't know if they're gold. You I'm hiding the silvers are. with my head. I'm like, mm, all gold, baby. <laughs> you know, with the light reflection, that silver kind of looks gold. So hey, yeah. It, it works out. We'll turn it more into the light, maybe. Yeah. Set them next to each other. I wish I could have gone with y'all to the one where y'all won the, uh, whatever that spinning one is back there. You and Quasi. Yeah, submission hunter. Those medals are sweet. That was cool, man. That was like, uh, what do they call it? I wish I could have competed. I went and watched, but. Yeah, it was Eddie Bravo overtime rules. And yeah. it was like submission only. It was, which I thought that would, I was like, I've never done this before. <laughs> like, you know, these 10 minute rounds seem like it was going to be a lot plus overtime if you don't submit by then. I was like, man, that's going to be a lot. I actually prefer that. So, like, if I'm looking for competitions, I prefer the submission only because it just feels better. It feels real. Way. Yeah. Like, if you're oh, if you're in the streets, whatever, uh, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter if that dude had neon belly for half the game if you're going to be able to sweep him eventually, you know? Yeah. The point system's weird when it comes to, like, a real combat situation in my mind. 
it's more of a battle of attrition and I'm very good with cardio. So it kind of plays more in my favor when there's more time and I don't have to worry about certain positions and things like that. So that makes sense. Yeah. And you really anyway. destroy that kid's arm because he wouldn't tap. <laughs> yeah. That's actually, there's a picture over there and I got that. But <clears throat> what people don't know is I held that arm bar for probably how long? A do you long think? time. At least, at least oh. over 40 seconds, at least almost a full minute. I looked at the ref. I was like, dude, are, is this done? Like, cause he was like doing this weird tap where he'd slap my leg. And I was like, I was about to let go, but he was like rolling out and I looked up at the ref and I was like, Oh, he's not catching on. So I kind of pulled it back. <laughs> and I was like, I ended up looking at him. I'm like, am I good? Because I didn't want to break his arm, but I was like, damn dude. Like, I mean, Kwesi were stressing. We're like, Daniel's about to ruin this kid's life. Now why, is he, why isn't he tapping? I would have refused. I wouldn't have broke his arm, dude. There's no way. Well, that's good. Not worth it. Not worth nah. that five dollar medal ripping kids' arms apart. No. That five dollar piece of gold, dude. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's kind of silly for that though. He should have tapped. Man. He should have tapped. Mm. What are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was cool though. Um, man, well, we covered a bunch of good stuff. Um, so oh, yeah. jujitsu is your new venture. <laughs> it gives you what? What's your opinion on like having? group activities like do you think that's important to have a social place to go where you're implementing fitness and you have a social environment yeah i uh it's really the reason i found jujitsu in the first place i you know i love lifting i hate card i'll never like cardio it is what it is um but i love lifting but you still get tired of doing the same thing every day and so i was wanting an activity to keep me fit but just, you know, give me something more fun, a little less monotonous. And it's always nice to have a group of people that share this interest. Because I can sit here and have this conversation with you. If I sit and talk to some of my other friends about working out for an hour and a half, their eyes glaze over, you know. Yeah. And so I think it's always really good to have a group of people with the same interests. If you know they're always on the grind, it makes you want to be more on the grind. Yeah. Will hit me up Saturday for not being at the, uh, the open mat. He's keeps like, you bro, where are you at? Yeah, keeps yeah. you in check. You know, who's really, uh, I'm going to call his name out too. K, K is my, uh, <laughs> your dude. is my enforcer, dude. He's, uh, <laughs> he won't let me slip. He won't let me slip. He's you a younger said- guy, super gung ho. He's going to achieve great things. <laughs> and anytime I start slipping, he's like, he's like, Hey, you coming today? Like, you know, you feeling okay? I'm like, shit, man. Yeah, I'll be there. Son of a bastard. <laughs> he, yeah, he motivates me so much. He's so dedicated to it. Good, good, and I know, yeah. you know, I start slipping. He's always there waiting for that choke. Yeah. He chokes the crap out of me all the time, dude. Yeah, I got to go because he's going to catch up. I mean, he's going to yeah. catch. I'm like, damn, he's on my heels, man. I got I to gotta go. He's... And being back after uh, Corona, I forgot everything. I'm so trash. Take my stripes away, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's going to do great things. I think you are too. I think we got a good group. So I'm going to try. Yep. Yeah, we got a good group. Um, so yeah, so we covered a bunch of good things. I'm going to kind of sum it up. Uh, I think we covered great things. And if, uh, if you guys want to hear more from Brent, just reach out to me and I'll pass the questions along and let him know what he says, uh, or let you know what he says. Um, so what we covered today is we covered Brent's journey how he went from 400 pounds to about 200. So about 200 pounds of weight loss. Uh, We talked about his motivation to start. He said he just one day had a trigger, looked at himself, said, I don't want to be like this anymore. And that's that's the starting force. So just finding a reason 
to get moving, setting small goals. We talked about the importance of progression. So start small, work big. So like even with fitness, there's a lot of, you know, in my plans, I talk about proper progression. That's what annoys me. I'm going to go on a rant. Sorry, Brent. I'm going to take the, nah, go for it. Take the stand for a second. But, you know, <laughs> a lot of soft prep programs out there, not that that's my only niche. I offer all sorts of different services, but I see this all the time where they're telling these kids, you need to work out for four hours a day. And a lot of these kids are coming from kind of semi-sedentary backgrounds. They're not, they're playing video games. Like they don't have that much uh, experience working out. Some of them do, but then you're having these kids go out there and try to do four hour workouts. It's not feasible. It's not proper progression. You're going to injure these people. Um, so, you know, I like what you said about proper progression, start small, work big. You know, you're not going to go out there and work out for four hours your first day and being consistent is way more important than intensity in one day. Cause what if you're intensity, you're super intensive and then you break off, you fall off the wagon for two weeks, then it does nothing for you. It's more important to be consistent. Would you say that's, Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, especially cause I'll, I do manual labor. There's some days I'm tired when I get to the gym, I'm just not gonna be able to do as much as I can the day before, but I'm still there. I do what I can, you know, I show up. The showing up's half of it. He does. I mean, he, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't miss very many days. So that's right. something I've, right. I've noticed <laughs> that about you. Um, so, and then we talked about diet and routine. Brent says 50, 50. And I think that's a great mindset to have. They're both equally important. You need to have them both to reach your adequate goals. Any, uh, any closing statements, Brent? Um, it's, uh, yeah. you know, if you're going to get on and you're going to start getting up, losing weight and getting on the journey, it takes time. You know, I, uh, the progression can be slow. I didn't, I can work out four hours a day now. I definitely couldn't when I started and one day you'll look back and you're going to be a lot happier for what you've done. It's definitely the best thing that I've ever done for myself in my life. And I wouldn't take any of it back, even with the torn meniscus, even with the surgery I got coming and whatever, uh, it was all worth it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Change takes time. I tell a lot of people proper weight loss is about one to two pounds per week. So if you're trying to lose like a hundred pounds, it's going to take time. Don't lose your first 150 in a year. That was too fast. <laughs> that was a, uh, that was a little harsh. Yeah. But Look at you now. You did it. I did on I did on my own. I didn't have a teacher, so you know, yeah. you messed some things up. Get a trainer. Yeah, get somebody yeah. who knows what they're doing. That's a good point. Yeah. And it, find a trainer, and then, uh, you know, find me. Solicit. All right. Baddest, baddest dude I knew. Uh, thanks, man. And um, <laughs> find a, if if nothing else, find a group activity or both. You know, have a personal trainer, then go find a group activity, something else that keeps you active. You have a social network. And I think that's important for anybody, for mental health, for physical health, and, and beyond. Oh, yeah. So, all right. Thanks for, thanks for being on, Brent. I, uh, time, man. I appreciated this chat. I think it's going to help a lot of people. I hope so. I hope, I hope I, if I get one person off the couch, it was worth it for me. You know, it's life-changing. It really is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And if you've been listening this long, you're <laughs> awesome. Hope you have a great day. Take care.